choked up thinking about what I would do if that would happen to me. <laughs> a flash mob proposal? Yeah. Oh lord. Especially if they're all dancing around Oh you my god, again, like... drive me to Sing Sing. Drive me there right now. I'm afraid that if someone approached me and got very close to me that I didn't know and were like moving really crazy, I might hit yeah. them. Yeah! <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yes, I get, <laughs> I will get scared. tuning in to Mess in the City. My name is Navi. And I'm Veronica. Thank you for tuning in. And before we start talking about the topic of today, Veronica, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I watch Killers of the Flower Moon. And I'm trying to watch all of the Oscar movies as mm-hmm. soon as possible. Um, I've gone through most of them. No, not even most of them. I can't even say most of them. But I'm making my way through them. It's just hard because not all of them are in theaters. And the, a lot of them are like renting out for like $20 online. What? We could we should just go back to watching regular TV and going to the movies every now and then. Because it's getting too expensive. It's wild. Anyways, I'm still going to try to watch the movies. <laughs> <laughs> but how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm just like chilling this past week. Nothing too crazy. I started a new book. I've told you about this already because I'm so excited about all the gossip and tea that's in here. It's the Capote's women. It's about Truman Capote and his so-called swans. Like the the classy and sassy ladies from New York back in the day. Like in the 40s, 50s, 60s. And yeah, it's crazy. The funny thing about it is that I actually learned a lot about um, war times and because part of it happens during World War II and it's just interesting to see how a lot of these women who are just seen as like socialites actually had a lot of influence in, yeah, the topics or the information their husbands were gaining through them and then the husbands were using that like in politics like one of these ladies was actually married to what is it churchill's son and she would literally have like dinner with him and like have one-on-ones with him and it's just insane like these women were actually very powerful and more than just housewives so yeah, it's been really interesting to read it. It's a right now it's a ten out of ten. I'm only halfway through. Do you could you name a social light that we have like in the current present day? That the equivalent to one of these ladies? Yeah. No. I don't think I don't think so. I think there isn't any. Because what I said, like the way these women were going after really rich men but also using their knowledge to steer these men in certain like direction when it came to politics and finances and, and meeting all these ambassadors from different countries. To my knowledge, there isn't anyone out there who's doing this, but I also think the whole thing about being a good socialite is like probably people who are not in your circle don't know about you. So if there's one out there, we just wouldn't know, probably. Until a few decades yeah. later, we get to read the yes, books. Yes, <laughs> until like some crazy scandal happens, 
will probably won't know about them. But I'm assuming like all these presidents' wives and and ambassador wives are probably doing the same thing. We just don't know them. Damn, that's crazy. I guess to get on to our topic here, this is our Valentine's Day episode. Yay. <laughs> Yay. And personally, Valentine's Day is like my favorite holiday. I definitely is it's something I've always enjoyed. Um, mostly because I like throw parties and like I love things that are like pink and heart shaped and like I'm just very girly like that. Um <laughs> so for this Valentine's Day episode, we're gonna talk about our favorite romance movies we're going to talk about romantic things we're going to talk about like friendship romance we're going to just really break into like the things that make us feel very loved to start off Mahavi what is your favorite romantic movie okay I was thinking about this and it's actually kind of hard because I have several it's I don't I wouldn't describe myself as like a hopeless romantic but I just love watching movies that are about romance um so like I will up to name just a few movies that I really enjoy How Harry Met Sally and um You Got Mail and Love Jones those are definitely movies that I really enjoy but when I was thinking about a movie that would really probably come close to how I would want to be loved or what kind of relationship I would like to have with my significant other I was thinking of it's actually a book but it was uh, it was made into a film a couple of years ago and it's the um, if Beale Street could talk by James Baldwin <gasps> that's so yeah. intense <laughs> yeah it is intense uh yeah it's a book uh but it was made into a movie in 2018 and the book is from 1974 yes so here's the thing the movie itself is not romantic at all because it's really about a guy who goes to jail for for basically i think it's wait did you see the movie or read the, yeah, read the, and movie? Read the okay. book okay yeah basically about this guy who defends his lady and he goes to jail for it but the thing that really stuck out to me is how they're able to overcome all those yeah very hard times but still stick together and still remember why they love each other and like basically their vows so that's i think if you would strip away all the difficulties well not not strip away but like minus the him going to jail and stuff and her getting pregnant while he's in jail and giving birth while he's in jail i, I wouldn't say that's what i want for myself but just <laughs> thinking about how they were able to stick together and how strong a bond between two partners has to be for a relationship to to survive those hurdles I really do think that's the kind of love I would aspire to and for that reason I would say it's my one of my favorite romantic movies you know what I definitely do feel that I thought you were gonna like give us back a reference to our first episode where we were like oh like would you rather have an intense love that's <gasps> in jail for life <laughs> But I see what you would. Oh pick. wait, what was my answer? You said you're like mediocre. I'm not gonna wait for anyone. Oh my god, that's terrible. But you know what? This is growth. In a few weeks, I've grown as a person. 
<laughs> Mind you, I saw that movie before we even recorded our first episode. Like, I've seen that movie plenty of times. And still... But I did say aspire. I said aspire. I didn't say I was there yet. Yes, yes. You didn't say you were there yet. But yeah, yeah. aspire. That does make sense because... At its core, it's about, like, these two people (laughs) that, like, grew up together. They had this great, like, connection, and then they fell in love, and then they have, like, a loyalty and bond to each other. So I see what you're getting at here, and that is, like, a kind of love that I'm, like, hopefully I never have to go through anything, like, bad like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, like, that's the kind of love that people would, you know. But I also want to say... In my own defense, in the movie, he's going to jail because he was defending her honor. And I don't think, like, I would leave a man who has to go to jail for defending my honor. Because that's, like, really messed up. That's, like, a really (laughs) mean thing to do. If he goes to jail for, like, some crazy fraud, scam, or whatever that he's done on on his own without my knowledge, I'm out. Yeah, you're like, what does that have to do with me? Me, but this one's yeah. Really with you, so yeah. you would be like, yeah, I'm staying. Yeah, and <laughs> I'll, I'll had, get good at writing letters. <laughs> yeah, and they knew he was getting out at some point because he, like, takes a plea deal or something, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah. God, that's such a good movie mm-hmm. and such a good book. Yeah. James Baldwin really did his thing with that one. What's your I guess, movie? I guess the one uh, for me is between the these two, which is When Harry Met Sally, which ah. is just like, everyone loves that one. Mm-hmm. And of course, if you haven't watched it, you should watch it. But also it's like from the 70s. You should have watched it by now. Um, my other one that I really love is, it is called The Handmaiden. So I've heard it, of it before, but I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah, it is. Don't get it mixed up with The Handmaiden's Tale because that's just like about, that's a show. But this movie is like a Korean movie about this girl and she like gets hired on to be the handmaiden for this like rich Japanese like woman and they like begin like a friendship and like a slowly become have like a relationship and then like you know like fall in love and there's like it's like a thriller there's like so many like obstacles and things that go into it but like still they like stick together it's not similar to if Beale Street can talk because there's like so many things going on in like this one that is like less intense or like just differently intense Mm -hmm. but I love the idea of like friendships blossoming like I think that it's definitely I, I love the idea of like meeting someone, connecting with them and then getting to know them and then falling in love with them even more because the whole thing of like, I always feel uneasy about the idea of like, oh, you have a meet cute, which is like, it's cute. It's adorable. And then you start dating immediately, but like you're getting to know them and there's already a pressure of romance underneath it that I'm like, it just makes me nervous. Like, I just don't like it like that, you know? Really? Because for me, the friendship into a romantic relationship pipeline makes me nervous because yeah no I'm, it's like because you could lose a friend and that would really hurt my feelings oh that's so true i don't know it's like great risk but very great reward when it comes down to it if and then it so, comes down to if, it if it comes down to it if it comes down to it but i think i just really like the friendship vibe of it because even in when harry met sally like, you know, 
the characters were so concerned about their friendship that they were like, oh, I don't want to do anything that's going to ruin it, you know? I see what you mean with all the pressure of it, but I, I don't know. Like, like I love going on dates. I think it's really fun. I love having meet cutes when I have meet cutes and stuff like that. But they, it does, it does give me, it does make people, the people that I meet, I start putting them in little boxes instead of like, when I have like friendships and stuff like that, I'm like, oh, you're everywhere. Like, I don't have to put you in a box. You're like my friend and you're a part of my life. Yeah. So you mean the people you get romantically involved with, like, those are the people you put in boxes and then people you see as friends, they're just like everything and everywhere? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Which is something I'm trying to work on because I'm like, okay, I don't want to like put people I'm romantically involved in into boxes and just like, you know, what kind of boxes? It's just like the, it's like the box of like, oh, this is, this is someone I'm seeing. And because like I'm romantically involved with them, I have my own like separate rules when it comes down to it. Like, I don't want them to like, meet my family or my friends immediately or anything like that because those are big steps you have to do in romantic relationships but when it comes down to friendships you're like oh here is my life you're coming into my life you know well I treat it the same way I think I don't easily um, introduce people to my family and friends whether they're like people I'm romantically interested in or just platonic yeah no because if you like if you're like if you're my friend and you meet my family you're supposed to be my friend for life because (laughs) do you know how annoying it is when you fall out with someone and your family keeps asking you about them yeah every time you have to explain no mm -mm, they're not coming around here no more stop asking (laughs) that's the same thing to me as having to answer to why your romantic partner isn't coming around anymore so those things do not make a difference for me at all that's just like a wall or like some sort of protection I have around myself and my family like it doesn't matter who you are or how I see you you're just not easily gonna have access to um, the people that I truly love like I you need to get to the same level as them for me to introduce you to the people that already here and have been here for a very long time you don't have that no I guess not with my friendships with my friendships I have like people meeting my family all the time so I'm like huh that's no wonder you don't see it that way because I have in my like head and everything like my own separate like boundaries when it comes down to romantic relationships but maybe I should be thinking about like different boundaries when it comes down to like friendships as well you know you don't have to <laughs> I, don't know, I don't have to but it, it is interesting because maybe maybe the matter isn't like I think it's one of the things is just <clears throat> there is like a lesbian stereotype that's always in the back of my head which is like like the U-Haul lesbians that they like after the second date they move in together and stuff and a romantic relationship all romantic relationships are really intense but like lesbian romantic relationships are particularly are seen as particularly intense because they're very commutative like people like imagine being able to like say everything you're thinking to someone and then them having like a positive reaction and them telling you everything like you have great communication and because of that 
so many people are like, oh, I met my soulmate. So we're going to get married and we're going to move in together, like within the week of like us knowing each other and stuff. It's like an exaggerated stereotype, but it's very, it's also very true because I see it happen all the time. And I think that like, I always get a little panicky when things move very fast in those kinds of ways that I'm like, oh, I'm like, I have a lot of, I have a lot of boundary and space, you know? No, I get it. I totally get it. I just think I'm the kind of person who has those boundaries everywhere. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but boundaries everywhere. I don't care who you are. I don't care how we're supposed to end up. Boundaries. <laughs> Healthy. <laughs> Wait, can I say a romantic movie that I recently watched that I everyone said they loved, but I realized I hated? Is it Past Lives? No. Wait. Okay, okay. But it was also past live. Because <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. But every time I watch the trailer, I'm like, no, this is going to be a great movie. I don't know what Veronica's talking about. This is a great movie. I haven't seen it, but I just know in my heart that this is a really good movie. It's a very pretty movie. But I was going to say Love and Basketball. You like it or you don't? I don't. Like, in theory, I was like, oh, this is a fun movie to watch. But if this were to happen to one of my friends or to me, like, I would fucking hate it. Like, I would be. I I think it's a great movie to watch. It's very entertaining. But if a guy pulls up, if I if I go to a basketball court with a guy and like, I play you for your heart, call the ambulance. Like, because no. Bring me to Sing Sing right away, because ain't no way. Drive me to Sing Sing. Drive me to the nearest, like, hospital or whatever, because I could absolutely, positively (laughs) not do that. And then he actually played her for a heart, and he was ready to win. He dunked on her. (laughs) He dunked on her. He did threes. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? I was just like, why are you doing this to her? <laughs> like, I'm like, you could have just said no. Like, it would have been yes. easy if you could have just said no. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of dunking on her. Like <laughs> That's crazy. But in the end, they did end up together. They did. But like, it's also like he had a whole ass fiance. I don't. And they had a baby, right? Yeah. I think the so. end of the movie, like she's playing professionally and then it's him and the baby in the audience or something isn't that how it ends yeah at least that's sort of how I think it ends yeah but I was just their entire relationship was like so rough to watch that like if it was if it was one of my friends or me like lock me up terrible movie great movie to watch terrible example that's how I feel about the best man with Tay Diggs yeah that's that's the yeah. one with him yeah. When he cheats on, like, it, the wife cheats on her soon to be husband with his best friend, and then they still yeah. get married. Yeah. You know what? It's too much. <laughs> it was so much. And also the fact that the her soon to be husband cheated on her throughout All the, entire the time relationship. And then I'm like, okay, damn. All right. But then she's just like, but he's like, I'm going to be a perfect husband once I get married. And I'm like, where are the examples yeah (laughs) where's the evidence (laughs) that movie was a mess but but it was fun to watch so much fun (laughs) would would watch again honestly especially with friends amazing movie to watch (laughs) really good movie just wouldn't want to be part of it not at all (laughs) 
it's too messy <laughs> that friend group mm-mm. Mm-mm. I wouldn't have made it <laughs> okay well since we were just talking about bad friendship movies because the best man is bad friend all around <laughs> do you have a friendship love movie that you're that you really enjoy I couldn't think of a movie but I do have this show you I think you know what show I'm gonna mention I always watch this show whenever there's nothing else to watch I will start from the beginning watch the full thing again you know what I'm talking I know about yeah yeah <laughs> can, can I say yes, it go ahead I will always watch that show because I think it's such a great example of female friendship like I think a lot of people might actually know the show for Carrie Bradshaw and the two men she used to date like those are were her two big romantic relationship with Aiden and Mr. Big But for me, I've noticed like while watching it throughout the years, I've seen it so many times, like some episodes I know by heart. Um, I think the reason why I enjoy it so much, because it's to me, I look at it through the lens of female friendship and how these four different women with different beliefs, different jobs, different ways of how they would like to live the perfect life are able to be friends and always come together in a way that I would love to for my friends in real life as well. So that's why I really love the show. Like, for example, you have Samantha. She's like literally a woman who never wants to get married. She doesn't believe in love. She doesn't believe in relationships. So she just only goes out with men for like one time, two times, tops. She just loves men and men and she always wants to have a roster. And then you have like a friend like Charlotte who desperately wants to get married and will do any and everything to get married to a wealthy New Yorker. But even though these two girls are like on the opposite side of the spectrum, they are able to be friends. And whenever they do mess up and hurt each other's feelings because of their differences, they are also able to come together uh well come back together and apologize to each other so that's really why i think the show is such a good example of female healthy female friendships that was my presentation (laughs) (laughs) i guess i would want to know how do they go about like appreciating each other um hmm, good question well, I, the thing is, they always support each other. They have this like, really cute thing where they always meet on Saturday mornings at the same diner and where they have like their little get together and talk about the things that happened to them and the things that they are going through. And then they give each other advice and they go out on one-on-ones with each other. They really support each other in a way that, yeah, I think it's, yeah, I think it's beautiful. Yeah, no, I really love the show. I could talk about the show for hours. Like you even know the name of our podcast. I was like, Sex in the City. No, that's not it. So I was like, Mess in the City. I love that show. Like there's nothing anyone can do to make me. No, I really cannot divorce that show. Like we're married. I'm married to Sex in the City. (laughs) Yeah. And there is. You're committed. 
I'm committed. And there's even this great part in the show where Carrie is like, oh, maybe I'm chasing men, chasing, chasing after men to find the love of my life and or my soulmate. And then she's like, what if my friends are my soulmates and men are just something on the side? And I was like, you know what, girl, you, you're getting somewhere. I don't know if I completely identify with that, but I feel like, you know what, girl, that was a, that was really a beautiful moment for you and your friends. I think it's very beautiful because of the fact that, like, I don't know, I see so many people I grew up with or so many people just like in society or media or whatever, who like focus so much on like finding romantic love that they like are just not about their friends after they find a boyfriend or like after they like have a girlfriend or they they put too much emphasis and then they're like oh where did all my friends go yeah you know I've seen that too before which is like really sad because it's I don't think your life should revolve around your romantic partner completely I don't think that's healthy at all I feel like all of my like really close friends are like a kind of soulmate to me that I'm like oh because I haven't seriously dated someone in a very long time um definitely by choice because I was incredibly busy Same. but I, it's like they, they talk about a loneliness that like oh you're you're lonely because you're not dating anyone and stuff like that but I don't feel lonely because I have like friends and my friends like we're there and we talk and they make me feel appreciated and they make me feel loved and I make them feel loved that I'm like okay like I don't feel pressure to quickly get into a relationship or anything like that you know yeah but I think mm-hmm. that's I feel the same way but the only I think the only reason we're able to feel that way because we have healthy friendships because in all my unhealthy friendships I have felt very alone and I can imagine that maybe if you have a little more unhealthy friendships than healthy ones you probably want to seek out something different which then probably would be a romantic relationship and then you find someone you like and you fall in love and then you're like oh this is perfect I don't need all of those unhealthy friendships anymore that's true because friendships can be incredibly toxic yeah it's hard work Mm -hmm. which is crazy because I feel like I only realized that like maybe two years ago that friendships are hard work they really are and also like a friendship breakup like all my friendship breakups had had hit me so much harder than when I was in a relationship (laughs) yes oh my god I would like oh (laughs) It's hard. It's hard, but sometimes it's necessary. And I do also want to say that not to compare those two, but I also think like you were saying a lot of people are somewhat obsessed with getting in a romantic romantic relationship. At the same time, I also feel that there are a lot of people who are not who don't have the courage to get in a romantic relationship. You know what I mean? I think we're fairly much living in the age of what's love got to do with it. Like Tina Turner said a little too loud. It trickled down. And now most of us are like, oh, I don't need a partner. And I'm like, well, maybe we should work a little more on, you know, falling in love as a society. We kind of need love. And I guess I never thought about the whole idea of like people not having the courage to be in romantic relationships or like allow themselves to be vulnerable enough to tell the people around them hey 
I'm actually looking to get into like an a serious relationship. Yeah. Because I feel a lot of us put in the work with our friendships. Like we're very brave and vulnerable and we don't care to to open up certain like open up the floor for certain conversation but when it comes to like stepping well i don't like are you because i feel like you are very good at stepping to someone and be like hey i like you i've seen you do it you have no fear when it comes to that so maybe you aren't one of those people but i also see a lot of people who would never go up to a person or reach out to a person no that's definitely true and I would like to thank my incredibly outgoing family and also the fact that I am burdened being very high feminine that like when it comes down to like meeting people like especially queer women I can give off this vibe of being straight because I don't fit like the queer whatever and so I'm always the first to approach girls and then they're like oh you are queer okay na 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 and then yeah but I don't know, like, I think, like, for me, it was, it's always been, like, a thing of, like, I've never been afraid of talking to people. I've been very good at that. And I guess I wouldn't say I've never been afraid, because when I started actually dating girls, um, I became more worried about it. I became, like, anxious about it, because before then, when I dated men, it was so easy for me. Like, like, literally, my family would talk about it. They're like, oh, yeah. Veronica's not afraid to go and talk to dudes or anything and like I would be and it was true and like I would like I wouldn't care and I would literally have people like bring me like Dutch bros or like Starbucks to my classrooms yeah like just drive by and like bring me that shit but don't you but, like, feel like it was easier for you to go up to men or and approach men because I didn't care about yes them. because deep down inside you were like this is not the end game. This is not really this. I, I'm gay. So it doesn't do anything for me if I walk up to you and approach you. And if you tell me no, okay, you tell me no. It's like what we like what we talked about a couple of episodes ago. Like you're pretending that you're being vulnerable with, with someone about something you actually don't care about. A hundred percent, which is why like it why my family clowns on me now because they're like oh like what happened to that other Veronica ever since you started dating girls you're like they're like you're you're a fucking simp now and I'm like I'm like hee hee I don't think you're a simp you're just a nice person overall oh no but like when I start dating like actually dating dating girls like seriously like I do become a simp and that's something I'm like it makes sense. Like, it's fine. I am a romantic pessimist. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like once I'm like actually being romantic, like the gifts, the attention, the everything. Like I made a girl playlist. Like, okay, that's, but that's super cute. If a exactly, guy would right? make me a playlist, <laughs> I would be happy for like a full week. I was going to say 48 hours, but I feel like I would be happy for a week. No, I would be happy for a full week. That's so cute. You see, and it's super cute and it's very fun. And I love that kind of yeah. shit. Yeah, because I also feel like a lot of things that are just being nice, people are now saying like it's people being a simp. Yeah, I think I think so. But I actually like I think about the opposite thing where I'm like, 
I feel like I have a lot of friends who have are in relationships with people who are just being like bare minimum nice. Yeah. And then oh this person's like this this person's like doing like is so romantic. They're basically a Casanova or whatever the fuck that re- reference is. They're <laughs> like this is the most romantic thing that ever happened to me because they opened someone's door. And I'm like, "Huh? No, I'm like shit." Like like the r- most romantic That's thing just that someone who was raised right. That's just the bare minimum. That's normal behavior. Exactly, which is why I'm like, okay, there's some people that like they need a like or maybe they don't need to, but I think they should be like more visibly like aware of the fact that I'm like just because someone's being being bare minimum doesn't actually mean that they're being romantic. Yeah. Like I'm romantic like, is making a playlist, but I don't but I think why wouldn't you want to go all out for someone you really like? What's wrong with that? It makes sense to me. It, it makes sense to me too, which is why like I think once I like because the last relationship I was a part of, that was like in like a like relationship, I was really big about the fact that I'm like, "Oh, I want to like be I want to treat her very nicely. Like I want her to like sort of remember this relationship and be like, oh, I was treated really well. Like, because like when I was dating men and stuff like that, like I like wasn't, didn't care enough about that. Like I was nice, but I was just like. You were as nice as you were going to be to whoever was going to sit next to you on the bus. Like, I think some Mm -hmm. people don't understand that certain things are really just like the bare minimum. And certain things are also just like i've heard this before where people are saying a lot of people who are in a relationship with each other they don't actually actually really like each other like when you really uh-huh. look at it you don't they don't like each other i guess they're just like um tolerating each other but really and they don't want to be alone yeah and I feel like you just have to pick up on those things. Like like this one time I was on a date with a guy and I choked on, I choked on my food and he just looked at me. He didn't even pass me a glass of water. And that's when I knew like this is a guy who just tolerate me. He doesn't actually like me because why would you do that to me? Honestly. He was about to watch me die. Like, hello like why (laughs) because like okay when when I'm dating someone I'm really dating someone I get so much joy from doing these nice things it makes me feel really really great to like do the playlist or bring the flowers or bring the gifts or whatever like that's the thing that like I personally really love doing and so I'm like I sometimes see these like relationships where they're just like like we we went to we went to Red Robin for our anniversary and he didn't bring me flowers or anything because there's no Red Robin's fine, but you make things special. You don't have to be expensive about it. You don't have to go. You don't have to like get a limo or whatever. But like if you made someone like a be car, nice. no, like, you know, something caring. Yes. Because don't people feel good when they're doing those things for someone that they actually really love? not a burden that's why I think a lot of real not a lot but like there are visible relationships where people are like they're just there yes and god knows why interesting we were actually supposed to be like super positive about valentine's day (laughs) coming up but I feel like once again us too we're going in a very different direction and I can't say this about you but I do blame the romantic pessimist that I am 
I'm very, I very much side eye a lot of things, but I love love. Love's fun. (laughs) But I think I like simple love. Like, I don't know how Mm. I would feel if I was in a relationship with someone who would constantly do the absolute, absolute most romantic thing. Like, I think I'd rather you do make me realize that you know me as a person instead of like doing these really big things like it would never be romantic to me if a guy would like let's name something outrageous like a flash mob nobody thinks a flash mob is romantic that's not no there is a time in the 2000s where people were thinking flash mobs were romantic i don't know if you remember Okay, like yeah, yeah, let's getting- say, like, some people think, like, the whole Disneyland flash mob and then doing the, in- like, um, what's it called, like, getting engaged, I would start crying, because I don't like that at all, that would make me very sad. That would make me cringe. <laughs> I would get super nervous, and I would not like that at all. To me, that would be a complete nightmare. Why are you guys here? <laughs> My hands are getting sweaty while I'm talking about it. I don't like that. But before I forget, I do want to mention that one of my favorite girl movies, girl friendship movies, because I forgot that's what we were talking about, (laughs) is Girls Trip and Joyride. Those are my favorite friendship movies. I love Girls Trip. Can I add one to the list? Yeah. Thelma and Louise. I haven't watched Thelma Louise. I've been wanting to watch it. I think that's a good one as well. Gosh, I just love the idea, especially with Girls Trip, that, you know, they're there for the big moments and maybe they can't be there for the, like, little moments, like, but they still have, like, this bond and friendship Mm -hmm. that they love and appreciate each other. And they get into fights and stuff like that, but, like, they're, like, there. Especially, like, during the beginning of the movie where they're, like, oh, they're there for each other's, like, marriages, weddings. And then they're also there for each other's, like, divorces. Yeah. And then they're there for, like, and this is within the very beginning of the movie. Like, Timmy Haddish, like, she gets an STD check and she's just, like, I only have chlamydia. We're good. I'm, like... I'm like that's that that is beautiful. Yeah, I I forgot about that movie, but that was such a fun movie to watch. Yeah, which is also like how I really view Valentine's Day because I used to not like it when I was younger because I was like, oh, you need to be in a relationship to really enjoy it. But then as I got older, I realized I really don't have to. And that I can just, like, appreciate all of my, like, friends and people in my life for being there for me. And so that's why I'm like, oh, I love this holiday so much. Like, we don't need to be romantic. Like, I don't, I don't, need, to, I don't need to kiss all my friends <laughs> for me to, like, like holiday, you know? <laughs> also, can I say a line I really, really hate? Mm-hmm, yeah. Popping up constantly is that when, because I mostly see a dude saying it. But when dudes are like, Valentine's Day isn't even a real thing. Like, it doesn't have any, like, ro- like, like it's just created by greeting card, like, greeting card companies to make a lot of money, blah, blah, isn't blah, Isn't everything? And I'm like, that's how I feel. I'm like, isn't everything? Like, But now like, you want to make it a problem because you actually... Because <laughs> you, you forgot to buy flowers. Yes. <laughs> that's such a I'm weak like... excuse. And even if it's made up, you can still participate. Like... 
if you have if you don't care but you're in a relationship with someone who does what like it doesn't hurt you too much if you just go along with it it's not like you have to trade in your morals and values if you buy your significant other some flowers yeah it's not like you suddenly become catholic too yeah when you when you do this thing i'm like no like it's a holiday and personally i love holidays just to like do something maybe go out of your way a little bit like i feel like people don't ask for too much on valentine's day well some people do oh they really do but, but like if you're with someone who asks for a lot then you they must have asked for a lot for a while prior valentine's day like you know yeah, this is the norm <laughs> this is the norm like like this is on you for dating someone that wants a lot like it's cool cuz i know i know dudes that like they're like they have girlfriends or partners who love doing the most and love when they do the most and then they're like oh I love it because then like I get to surprise her and I get to step up to the bat you know yeah like I just like like I love my like high demanding quote-unquote girlfriend but I'm like you know you have to like you go in there knowing you know yeah damn that couldn't be me though oh no couldn't be be you You'd be like, can you not do as much? Yeah, and I'm also not going to do as much. And you see, I am. I love going all out. But I don't like going all public out. No that flash mob? No flash mob. I don't like that. I didn't like it then. I don't like it now. Like, I don't like, like, in terms of, like, proposals, but this goes down to, like, almost everything. I like the, like, intimate one-on-one moments. Yeah, same. But I don't like when I have to start, like, coordinating and involving other people like on something because I could guess how the other person's gonna react but like what if it's not the way I think they're gonna react and they react in a different way and then it's like a public spectacle and it's like no it's not it's never (laughs) worth it for me (laughs) the public shame is never worth it no that's why i'm like y'all be so risky doing like public things like that but i only there's always but i think people only do it because they know their significant other enjoys it i cannot imagine like you proposing to someone publicly knowing that's not the person's vibe that's crazy that is very true god (laughs) sorry (laughs) i got choked up thinking about what i would do if that would happen to me (laughs) a flash mob proposal yeah. oh lord <laughs> especially if they're all dancing around oh you my god again like, drive me to sing sing drive me there right now i'm afraid that if someone approached me and got very close to me that i didn't know and we're like moving really crazy i might hit yeah them. like what are you doing <laughs> yes i get i will get scared like what's going on here gosh i'm terrified you know what i'm glad flash mobs are over now yeah thank god well (laughs) i think i think this is where we end it yes and at the end we love love we love love (laughs) realistic love and healthy love yes healthy realistic love love. love with your family with your friends with your significant other and towards other people you encounter in the world be nice yeah and go go buy someone a little heart-shaped lollipop like and give it to your friend or your mom or someone yeah a rose whoever just do it like nike he because that's how you say it in america (laughs) nike over here we say nike Nike. (laughs) yes
damn killer new things well thank you so much everyone for listening in thank you Love. see you next Bye. week Bye. Bye.